Enjoy this flyover clip. Where governments, you know, tend to never get along and they're always fighting and working. There's one place that governments all of a sudden out of the blue one day decided, you know what, let's have peace in this one spot. And it's never been questioned and they've never had a problem. And that's Antarctica. Antarctica, the whole world seems to get along wonderfully. Scientific experiments. Nobody go there and look at it. but, But down there, they're getting along great. And the whole world, every nation in the world agrees we're going to work together as one people. So let's let's talk about some potential ruins in Antarctica. Okay, yes. So let me tell you something about Antarctica. Antarctica is almost twice the size of Australia. It is a big piece of land. There we have it. It is a huge piece of land. It um, and then we we have humans that have traversed throughout the entire world, all corners of the world. We even have humans reaching the the tiny tiny you know, islands of the Pacific ocean, which, which aren't even visible from, uh, from space. Like they're so small, but mm-hmm. yet humans have somehow managed to find it. And then, so tell like, and on top of that, Antarctica goes through cycles. There have been times in the past where Antarctica was not frozen. It, 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 it goes through cycles of being, you know, like a luscious, I mean, obviously this picture is doctored, but it does go through <laughs> cycles. Of, of, you know, clearly there's penguins out there. Yeah. So there, there, it does go through cycles of when it, it, it has been a, a, a luscious green land like this. So tell me, how did humans manage to traverse every corner of the world from, you know, from Africa to 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 Asia to Eurasia to you know the 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 Pacific Islands to the Americas everywhere in the world and yet somehow this giant landmass that's twice the size of Australia they somehow just skipped over and people say like oh it's a frozen barren wasteland the well the entire world was a frozen barren wasteland during the ice age people humans survived during the ice age for thousands of years whether they had to you know they bundled up in their woolly mammoth clothing they they survived they they made it through it and then so so that combined with the fact that australia could have been a luscious green land back in the day and yet our current mainstream way of thinking is, oh, yeah, humans just completely did not inhabit Iceland or Antarctica at all. They just completely missed it. Here are photos of what look like to be pyramids in Antarctica. The The common narrative, again, says, states that these photos, <sighs> these, these pyramids are naturally forming. There's nothing to see here. They're naturally forming land monuments. Nothing, nothing of importance here. And then so these, so this photo, for example, is is proven. Like this is an actual photo of satellite footage or drone footage of these pyramids. They're called the Ellsworth Mountains in Antarctica. They're perfectly pyramid shaped, but they tell us, oh, they're just naturally forming. There's nothing to see here. And so then back in 1912, before these images were actually discovered, back in 1912, this explorer named Robert Scott went to Antarctica to map it out, and they they uh, alleged they went through. They they went through Antarctica, the you know barren wasteland of ice and snow, and they they took pictures. And the pictures that National Geographic released were just like very happy, friendly, just like oh look at this crazy fun Antarctic adventure. Have a look at it. And then uh, a couple of years ago, allegedly these leaks of of these Antarctic ruins got leaked. These leaked photos got exposed and again everyone says oh it's ai it's ai who knows it could be i i don't know i didn't make these photos i didn't take these photos i wasn't there when it happened but you know everyone just has whereas before it was like oh it's photoshop now it's like oh it's ai everyone just has their like go-to like reason to discredit something now and so they have they 
uncovered all these photos of these of of this Antarctic journey that was previously hidden that shows you know ruins and statues and and columns and pillars and you know even these pyramids covered in snow in Antarctica and again because the you know the government or the powers that be have no way to explain this they just chose not to show it to the people is is what they claim to do that there was once a an entire thriving civilization living in antarctica back when it was you know a luscious green land or even maybe it was covered in snow and humans just like they did in the ice age found a way to live in snow like big surprise there humans know how to live in snowy conditions so and then they're they're saying that there was this hidden civilization there that that existed and lived and there, there are these pyramids and structures and and artifacts and even statues in antarctica that are just been hidden from the public and you know there's something going down there and then again all united the united nations all countries in the world have agreed antarctica is a is a peace zone no one's allowed to go there you're you're allowed to travel there as a as a tourist, but like 90% of the country, over 90% of the continent is, is inaccessible. You're not allowed to go there. What, it's yeah, like, what's the areas I get like a little, it's a little actual Island off of, of Antarctica, like St. George's something, or what's the name of the, the place you can go to. It, you know, you get a picture with a penguin, you can do some stuff, but you're not really going to Antarctica any more than you're going to North America because you went to Jamaica. Exactly. It's like saying, Oh, Hey, I went to Jamaica. Therefore there are no, there are no, you know, structures in North America because I saw Jamaica. So people see a people, tourists are able to see a tiny, tiny fraction of Antarctica and they're like, Oh, Hey, it's a barren wasteland, but they're not able to see the rest of it. It's right. like, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing literally less than a percent of the area and you're making a judgment on that. So the stuff that's, I mean, that's baffling on that, you look at the, even the Admiral bird, you know, interviews and, you know, people have all their you know opinions on him, but these old interviews, you know, back when they used to smoke on TV and those guys were really cool. I think let's play that clip of him talking real quick. How, how- and Whitmore. Distinguished companion to the world-honored Longines. Good evening, this is Frank Knight. May I introduce our co-editors for this edition of the Longines Chronoscope? Larry Lasseur, CBS News correspondent, and Kenneth Crawford, National Affairs Editor of Newsweek magazine. Our very distinguished guest for this evening is Admiral Richard E. Byrd. The North Pole used to be a no-man's land, but uh, these are the days when... By buying a ticket on a commercial airliner, you can fly across the North Pole and drink a cocktail at the same time. You know, only three score or more years ago, about 35 years ago, our guest tonight found out whether there was any land north of the North American continent. He made that first discovery flight, and I must say that Admiral Byrd, our guest tonight, is not only our greatest living explorer, but he's been an inspiration to countless Americans. Admiral Byrd, you've been to both the North Pole and the South Pole. Is there any unexplored land left on this earth that might appeal to adventurous young Americans? Uh, Yes, there is. And not up around the North Pole because it's getting crowded up there now because they find out it's really usable, not only to live in, but militarily. It's for Canadians. But strangely enough, there's left in the world today an area as big as the United States that's never been seen by a human being. And that's beyond the pole on the other side of the South Pole from middle America. And it's, uh, I think it's quite astonishing that there should be an area as big as that unexplored. That's a tremendous So challenge. there's a lot of adventure left down at the bottom of the world. Well, Admiral, do you hope to see that? I do. Well, Admiral, yeah. would you say that uh, since you've been to both the extremities of Earth, are these expeditions to such 
far off places, are they getting easier because of modern techniques or still is danger still close at hand? Well, it's a little risky, but nothing like it used to be with the old slow planes and the small cruising radius where we had to put down bases. But more important than that, it's, uh, it has to do with the future uh, of the nation, those to come after us, or even uh, during your lifetime. Because it happens to be an untouched reservoir of natural resources. And, uh, you know, as the world shrinks with an ever-increasing acceleration, far-flung places, once useless, like we thought the North Pole was, and no man's land, become very useful. Uh, the bottom of the world will be important, not only to us, but to our allies. Uh, does it, I was going to... So you, you you look at that. We we could put this whole you know video link in the in the notes here below. But he doesn't strike me as a guy that's a kook or you know come off. He's one of the most decorated military officials you know, and, and we have and he's done stuff. And it's like, yeah, I don't know if he can be discredited or 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 not. But it's an interesting thing of what his description was of Antarctica. Mountains, we get coal and resources, all these things available, and all of a sudden it's like one day, zoom. Nobody can go there. Nobody yeah. can visit. It's off limits. And uh, there's nothing to see here, folks. Move along. And it's the only place on earth every nation just kind of gets along peacefully and they don't uh, get in each other's way. Yeah. And like, I mean, the, the, he, he was right, too, in that it has incredible like military uh, st strategic significance in, in both the North Pole and the South Pole. It gives us access to parts of the world that we didn't we thought that we wouldn't be able to access, you know, like from Canada to like Russia. Canada is way closer to Russia than we think. If you go if you go across the North Pole, we're almost neighbors here. So yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he was right on that part too. And I mean, they, they say that like there, there could even be like we know there are research stations in Antarctica. That's that's not a secret, but there there could potentially be some research stations there that are doing things that we don't know what what they're researching there. Like there are some known ones, and there could be also some like you know secret top secret kind of research facilities are where they're doing you know who knows what hollow earth questionable things these are the photos that national geographic uh released uh yeah just showing it like a family family friendly fun adventure for for robert scott and his whole team and then you look at those guys they didn't have like north face technology or you know all these kind of <laughs> coats with layer you know they didn't have uh, yeah yeah no canada goose back then and no. i mean yeah they just they they yeah they just traverse traverse the uh the north pole like that with just you know, whatever technology they had back in 1912. A wool jacket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> un un and, uh, unbelievable. Yeah, and it was crazy, too, because then after, allegedly after these leaked photos came out, uh, Robert Scott and his team died two months later after taking these photos. And they, they died, uh, you know, because, because it's cold in Antarctica. They died of starvation and extreme cold of getting back to, you know, wherever they needed to get back to in order to get back to the mainland. But they died... Uh, two months after taking these photos. So, you know, make what you will of that, whether they, whether it was a, a tragic occurrence or whether something else happened. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. You could buy the, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. 
Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. 